When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On August 3rd, 2023, Tom Brady's 46th on Earth. We give him the gift of yet another post-practice Six Rings podcast. The old fart, (laughs) Tom Brady. The old man Brady. Coming to you from Media Hill, just north of the practice fields outside Gillette Stadium. You guys keep it down. We got old Andy Hart walking by. Old Grumpy Hart's walking up to do his terrestrial radio hit. Give him hell over there, Andy. I will. It's your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Mike on the beat Cadillac. Howdy. We, need a, we need a middle nickname I know. for you because he's Andy Jumbo Hart, and I'm now Nick Fitzy Stevens. So who? Mike, Mike. on the beat Cadillac. Mike on the beat one positive word. Positive Cadillac. Mike sure, positive. Old cheery Cadillac. On the on the positive. Yeah, exactly. yeah we'll, we'll find we'll work, it. It's, yeah, it's a workshop. It's a workshop. If anyone has any suggestions, he's at Mike Cadillac. I'm at Fitzy GFY. Yep. Send him in. This is the at Six Rings Pod. All right. So this is day eight of Pat's Camp 2023. Uh, it is the third, it was the third padded practice. Yes. And following uh, yesterday where you were just positively gushing on the socials. Yes. yes. You, uh, nothing but good things to say. The offensive explosion, heads were turned, people needed ice packs and cigarettes and cold beverages after practice yesterday because some of the, some of the hyperbolic praise coming out through the socials, I was going to say Twitter, but it's the X, uh, was damn near NSFW. Now, having had a chance, I was very excited to come up here today, Mike, and see the action. Yeah, welcome in. It's great Thanks to be back. Coming. It's great it's good to be stuff. back. Yeah, you know, listen, <laughs> I have many jobs, many hats, many names. Of course. Uh, I got to go do a sponsored broadcast for Big 103 right after this, so, you know. But I just want you to know, this is priority number one. Of course. You, me here, me sitting with my back to the Patriots players. <laughs> Julian Edelman actually down there signing some autographs. Edelmania. Yeah. No way. Yep. Oh, there's Bubs. How about that? Yeah. Oh, Bubs in the house. Good to see him. Uh, this is priority one. I got to say... The first word I would choose to describe today's practice in a positive light, because I thought it was a very good practice, might be productive. Yeah. Could be uh, perfunctory, maybe mostly mechanical or industrial. And the reason why I choose that descriptive is it seems like with all the momentum they built yesterday, that the Patriots offense especially did not want to regress today. They didn't Mm -hmm. want to take any steps back. They wanted to keep the momentum that they built up yesterday and maybe at least maintain it, if not build on it. Mac Jones looks sharp as ever. Demario Douglas still in a different Fast gear. as hell. Fast AF. Yeah, like maybe we'll call you Mike Pop Cadlick. Yeah, there, 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 there we right. go. Pop, Cad- there we Pop go. Cadlick and Fitzy Stevens yeah. here. Uh, he's, tr- he's tremendous. Yeah. Got to tell you, I also love seeing my guy, Kayshawn Booty, enter the chat for a second day in yeah. a row. And these weren't easy catches that he made today. But before we get into the weeds and the deets, um, what are your overall impressions from day eight here at camp? Yeah, you kind of hit it on the head as far as, like, Mac Jones said, I think, the first time we spoke to him that a lot of times it's offense up, then defense up, then offense up, then defense. And it's sort of a roller coaster. One, one unit wins one day, one unit wins the next. Yesterday was clearly a win from the offense. Today, while they, I don't want to say regress because they still played well, it felt like an even, like you said, productive. It felt even on both sides. The offense made plays, the defense made plays. There weren't many mistakes on either side. It just kind of looked like uh, a high-functioning 
machine on both sides, which I thought was good. There wasn't uh, the the only real, I guess, down to practice, and I'm sure we'll get into it. Was Jack yeah. Jones getting? Ooh. We don't know if Ooh. he was thrown out. We don't know if he left. We don't know he came back. He got was little, getting spoken got to. Got but zesty and testy. Yeah, right. And so uh, no, I think today was again. It was it was good on both sides. I think defense made some plays. Offense made some plays. Uh, they competed well, even though they were in full pads. It wasn't high high levels of competition, but. Uh, they both kind of had blows back and forth, with either, which I thought was good to see from from both sides. Not really a clear winner, but you know, making making both sides better. Yeah, yesterday was clearly a dub, right. a major dub overall for the offense, let alone against the defense as well. A couple people did pop on defense today. Adrian Phillips, yes, picking off uh, Bailey Zappi in the back of the end zone, but then Zappi came back and threw a nice touchdown pass in the corner too. Yep. Kayshawn Butte afterwards. Juwan Bentley as well Juwan on Bentley, defense nice had a nice play, play yep. fumble oh, on. Jones, a... Actually, uh, Kyle Duggar had another pick today. Yes. That's his third yeah. in training camp off of Mac Jones. I love that not only is Duggar contract year Kyle as I like to call him right now. I love what's up, buddy. Go Pats. Uh, a lot of kids around here. Good energy. We got a celebrity on the pod today, pleasant, Nick Fitzy Stevens. Uh, come, on, come on, I'm just the jackass on the jumbotron. <laughs> Though it was kind of fun to work the sidelines. Hi. Yeah, see. Uh, Can we get was, thoughts out? Ah, that was nice to work the crowd of with course, my pal Sarge before camp got started today as well. Uh, yeah, I love seeing, love, love, love. This has been one of my little working theories, Mike that the Patriots' defense especially, parts of the offense will, but especially the defense, will benefit this year from the contract year, guys. Mm -hmm. And contract year Kyle, above all, looks like he is the most prepared to show up and show out this year. That's three picks in eight practices. That's pretty impressive. He is now officially the clown outside Mac Jones's window, yeah. terrorizing him, uh, especially over the, over the middle and in the red zone right. as well. That's great to have Mac get it out now, have to workshop that, make sure he doesn't make that mistake in games, but also knowing that Duggar is upping his game a little bit more and he's going to be lurking for big balls like that, that's huge. Mac always does. He's he'll, He can't kick that part of his game, is trying to do too much and make too much of a play sometimes. Yep. Like, he is. He's a, he's a technician. He reads the defense well. You see it. He's comfortable with what they want to do. He did it last year a bunch. He did it in his rookie year a little bit too, where, like, all of a sudden he kind of shifts and, like, wants to make the most out of a play, and he whether he throws it across his body or, you know, goes to a third read too late. Instead of just throwing it away and making the safe play, sometimes he does try and do too much, and Duggar made him pay today. Yeah, and now's the time to, like, try to do too much and then have to pull it back Of course, well. yeah. You'd rather them do it here than week one against Philly. So this being my second practice uh, down here as well, you can continue to see the confidence building in the offense. Yep. Last year, the questions being asked, the players running into each other, all the mistakes that they made, and yet, of course, by season's end, they were still just a couple of misplays away from making it making it to the playoffs. There is there is a professional, clean, confidence-building machination to the offense now that yep. you see, like, they're, they're in the right place quickly. They're in and out of the huddle quickly. Like, they line up on time. Like, there's no questions. It's, it seems, I think, like you said earlier, it seems like a professional operation yes. now, and it's crazy to think that here we sit outside the house of six Super Bowl championships that we'd have to, like, step back and be excited about a professional operation. But there's a clean to it exactly. this year that, that I'm excited about. And that's sort of, like, that was the, the root of, you know, the tweet that you mentioned to me earlier where I sent out two days ago where it just it looks unrecognizable from a season right. ago. Not necessarily, like, Max out here making, you know, backwards passes like Patrick Mahomes or making no-look no. things and guys are smoking guys down the field. Like it's not off like platform is not going to be a and phrase better. Use yeah, on Mac very I, often. I didn't use the word better for a reason. It just looks different. It looks def different in a better way. Not that they're necessarily gonna, again go out here and score 45 points, but like you said, clean, calm, cool, collected. Right. Everyone's in the right place. Not a lot Some of mistakes. New C words because on the yes. Six Rings podcast previously we had established 
that it would be a competent offense, and that was the big operative C word. Yep. But now, clean, cool, collected, calm. That's it's great to see the plenty offense. of C's. Yes, all all, all the vitamin C's. C's. But hey, 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 see you nice Wednesday. Vlog, baby. We'll see you <laughs> August 9th for Pats and Pints. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. I was talking with uh, our pal Chris Price from the Boston Globe. We're setting a tentative over under on overall touches for Ramondre, given the fact that. Uh, as Mike Giardi noted the other day, Patriots are now taking what's available, a lot of checkdowns into the yep. flat. Offense is going horizontal, not vertical, uh, more often than you would expect. And that's not a bad thing because Mac is just taking what is given to him. We're setting the overall touches for Ramondre at 300. Three he might, bills, he might huh? have at least 60 catches. Like you want to talk about yeah. it, we, of course, appreciate our friends over at FanDuel and the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel make every moment more. We appreciate them sponsoring the pod. I'll tell you right now, whatever the number of catches over under is for Ramondre, I mean, he... Take the over. Uh, bang, bang the over. Well, so House, farm, loan from the friend. Like, today alone, he must have had seven or eight. Yeah, and I, I feel like using last year to judge him as a receiver might kind of be a poor way to do it because he had, it's what... It's a bad barometer for everything. It well, was the ultimate... Exactly. He had, what, 68, 68, 69 catches last yeah. year, and so... Um, that was, again, because there was nothing downfield. The Mac was just dump off, dump off, mm -hmm. dump off. But I do think you're right. Now that, you know, new system, new thing. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Our friend Brian Hines from Pat's Pulpit, who is a punter and One kicker connoisseur. One of my favorite followers, if you don't follow Brian, yep, make sure you follow at Brian I am Brian Hines. Hines. He's holding up a sign behind old Fitzy here that says, talk about Chad Ryland. Oh, don't so you, you know worry. Let's I'll pivot. be talking about Chad Ryland. Or as Andrew Callahan said, when Chad Ryland banged through a 45-yarder and the crowd went wild, Callahan went, oh, nice to hear that the Ryland family made the trip. This is what happened. <laughs> that was probably you, Chair. It was probably you. Bang he's tremendous. What a leg on this guy. Awesome. I know. He's, uh, go ahead, Brian. Jump in. Well, Let's hear it. I think, so Tuesday's session, he ended a little iffy. There was one that snuck in the right upright. But then he went wide left to end, so looking for how he rebounded. And today I had him nine for nine three in the two-minute drill with under that pressure, stud. and I think he maxed out today about 45, 50-yard range. So he's a stud. Him and Bryce Berenger, those are my guys. Bryce, see, Bryce I, I, it's, glad to, it's nice to finally hear someone else calling, like, Berenger and Rylan a my guy because I, I can't tell you how much harassment I've faced. I've almost even had to go to HR at the radio station <laughs> to say, I want people to stop making fun of me for saying if they just shore up some of these elements on special teams, they would have won another game or two last season. Yep. These little things matter. Kickoff distance for Nick Folk when Jake Bailey had the squatting incident and then we had the Polardi party, that hurt them last year. Nick Folk not being able to bang through 50 yarders in inclement weather. You go out and you get the, guy, the punter and the kicker with the biggest legs in the draft. These things matter. As unsexy as they may be, Brian, good on you. Welcome to, the, welcome to my guy country. Welcome. Glad to be here. Hey, great to have That's, you. Brian this is what Hines, happens everybody. when everybody. Brian, where can they follow you? Uh, work over at Pat's Pulpit. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Brian Hines, not spelled like the ketchup, H-I-N-E-S. <laughs> Chasing Hines on the roster. There you go. <laughs> no relation, unfortunately. But we'll see in stadium tomorrow. A lot of kicking. Should be some inclement weather maybe. So another big day for Good test our for guys. Love it. For, yeah, our guys, exactly. Brian Hines, everyone, give him a follow. Read him at Pat's Pulpit. See, this is what happens when you do a podcast in the middle of Media Hill. It's good. It's you get a than couple going guests. into the offices and sitting over at the table. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're no, part you're right. of the collective. At yes. This point. Yes, this is our pod, but at the same time, collectively, we are telling the story together of the 2023 Patriots. I love so where were we? Somebody wanted to have us talk about the kicker. Yeah, it's, it's great. He was holding up on his head. Yeah. <laughs> on his head. Talk, talk about, about Chad, Chad Ryland. Ryland. I hope you got a pick of that. That was great. I missed it. Um, all right, well, let's turn, let's turn to, so 
We were ha very happy to see Kendrick Bourne get yep. a little action as well today. Made a couple of nice contested catches. Uh, as we mentioned previously, Kayshawn Booty, another nice day. I saw some yeah. great tweets from uh, our pals Mark Daniels and beyond talking about these aren't easy catches that he's making either. Uh, he's taking advantage of the opportunity. That opportunity being that Tyquan Thornton seems to continue to be made of chandelier glass mm -hmm. and the recycled parts of J.D. Drew. He's fragile. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a problem. And uh, if Booty is taking the lessons and learning and the yelling that he got from Bill O'Brien with a lot of colorful metaphors back at OTAs, yep. and he's now imparting that and upping his game, he's giving himself a chance to make the roster. And one of the things, the sort of critiques of Booty was, you know, on top of the injuries was sort of an attitude adjustment type thing, yep. right? And even, you know, he had a couple down days. You're right. He got reamed out by O'Brien a few times, mm -hmm. but had a good day yesterday and then came and talked to the media and was, you know, nice and cool and good as ever. So, like, confident in the day he had, ready to keep rolling. So, you're right. If they can get him rolling and get him confident and with Taekwon, again, another day down on the conditioning field for Thornton, uh, I think Demario Douglas has already passed Thornton on, on the depth chart. I'm I'm pretty sure right now, like, yeah. if I had to do a way too early roster prediction, cutting it down to the 53, yep. I think receiver-wise it goes Juju, Douglas. Yeah, yeah. Because like, Bourne, you never know. Right. I'm not, no one else's job is Parker as well is always Probably in the mix. Parker, but. but you never know. He could get traded. Yeah. Any of these other, but, like, Juju's legit making the team. And by the way, nice catches. Um, I think it was you who pointed out. Juju caught a nice slant today for seven uh, and then took it to the back post dance. The crowd went wild. Yep. He is the energy guy on the team. He for leads sure. the charge with Parker and Bourne. Crowd absolutely loves him. The definition of one of those, like, I hate that guy on the other team. Oh, yeah. When he plays for you, yep. you feed off that energy. For sure. Um, that, was, that was ultimately similar to the play where Ricardo Laquette was yes. run into by Malcolm Butler in a championship game a couple years ago. Yeah, who picked that off again? Oh, Malcolm Butler. That's why. Butler. Yeah, the Butler did it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, same nice same play. type of, you yeah. know, uh, on the goal line pick play, um, good design, Juju's wide open touchdown, something that, again, you all know the story if you listen to the show. Butler read it and figured it out with film whatnot. But mm -hmm. um, just, you know, kind of piggybacking off the pick route that we're talking about, yeah. every time the Patriots have gone into a special teams period uh, over, over training camp, mm -hmm. Bill O'Brien is taking a group of receivers and different guys, bringing them on the other field and doing exactly that, mesh routes, pick routes, um, on the goal line, making sure that they're crisp, clean, which, and cool. Which were nowhere to be nowhere found last year. Nowhere to be year. found last RPOs, year. RPOs, rub routes. Whenever they tried to, to do a, a mesh, rub route, whatever you want to call it, I call them both, they were running into each other and injuring right. each other. And I, that's probably the third time I mentioned it on the show, but they keep doing it. But they keep running it. Mentioning and it shows, it's so out of character. And it shows in the red zone period on 11. Right. They score touchdowns off it. So it, it's good to see. It's, like we said, a well-oiled machine from the offense. So the offensive line, which is still very patchwork, yes. held up enough, although if we were counting sacks or pressures, there probably would have been a few like more. Like that, that booty touchdown we're talking about? That, that might have been a sack. But, again, it's the what happened after that like say he wasn't sacked it's the fact that he's able to do that and make that catch and make the you know the toe tap and get open from booty like who cares if it was sacked when we're talking about booty he still made the catch so yeah. good stuff but yeah no t tough from the offensive line still some no, i know Trent some Brown still uh, in load management central yeah. not out there today uh the offensive line once again you see some mafia you're seeing bill murray who's actually doing a very competent job as well Connor McDermott at tackle, Riley Reef, David Andrews, the only stalwart or starter that had been there for a long time. The line still has some issues, but we've we've made our feelings and our concerns about that very clear. Yes. The only real negative or drawback of the day was the aforementioned Jack Jones incident. Yeah. Uh, how exactly did that shake out? So it was, uh, I believe it was during a l either one-on-ones or 11-on-11s. I don't remember the period. 
now that I'm talking through it, I think it was 11s, and Kendrick Bourne uh, ran an out route on Jack Jones. He got open. Jones kind of tried to make a play to break it up, but they were using those gloves where you can't use your fingers, so they're right. teaching them to not just go for the interception but use their hands as weapon. I don't know. Probably shouldn't be talking about Jack Jones and weapons in the same sentence, but I digress. <laughs> um, Freudian slip number one for Mr. Cavill yes. on the day. Well, um, but judges, so yes. a, anyway, a pass breakup type of play from Jack Jones. And remember, it is supposedly disrespectful to throw an out route on Jack Jones. Yes, yes, he said it himself. Um, as my Apple as my, Watch, as Mike's up. Apple Watch says, do you want to listen to Jack Johnson? Not right now. Yes. Thank you. Um, but so yeah, he, he makes a play on Bourne. I couldn't tell if he made the play or if Bourne caught it. But then all of a sudden, he sort of threw a fit. Went flipping, throwing his hands up in the air, started yelling, screaming. I don't know exactly what happened and who came to him at that point. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden, about two, three minutes later, he's walking off the field with Bill Preppers over his shoulder, kind of trying to talk him off the ledge, cool him down, I think. Jack Jones left for probably, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. And then came back out. Weirdly enough, yeah, Peppers was back at so I don't, talking to yeah, him Yeah, so I don't know time, if he got... Like, in his ear, probably telling him that you can't get that heated, you can't get that worked up. That's a veteran presence right. coming in with a hot-headed but very talented second-year corner. And then I thought he was done. Like I thought he, he got probably kicked was told, out. Like, right. hit the showers, kid. Exactly. Hit the powder. Go take a powder. And instead, he comes out 15, 20 minutes later, takes a knee by the sideline, yep. gets a talking to from Matt Groh, and then is just kind of in isolation, like in timeout corner for yeah. a while. Jalen Mills it. came over yep. to him as well, he, was, he gave was him talking. Air, which is good. Maybe yeah. they thought hearing from the veterans who want to tell you, you can't, you've got to keep a lid on it, you've got to keep your cool, we're right. going to need you this season yes. while we can. We were talking about actually Jack Jones when I was on Gresham Fourier last week, and sort of you know he went after he went out after practice that day, and he immediately like tweeted some sort of cryptic message, and Fourier was like somebody's got to get a hold of this guy, and we all, all three of us mentioned Jalen Mills as a guy that can do that. Yeah. So you're right; it's good to see him kind of get in his ear, and he wasn't you know he wasn't yelling at him; he was like you know being assertive, like this mm -hmm. is what we need, this is what we need from you. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm sure again. Guys like Isaiah Bolden were then getting run at corner. Yep. Guys like, uh, I think Quandre Mosley even was mm -hmm. getting reps with the ones. It's a steep slope once it goes after, you know, Gonzalez, Jack, and John Jones. Yep. So, uh, they're, you're right, they're going to need a guy Christian like that. Gonzalez continuing to ride the rookie roller coaster, and he met with the media afterwards, making some good plays, but also getting burned a couple yeah. times as well. He gave up a couple passes. Again, like you said, steep learning curve. You know who has looked really, really sharp? Jonathan Jones. Yeah. Made a nice pass breakup in the corner of the end zone yep. on a 50-50 ball to Devontae Parker. And Parker's got like a good six inches yep. on him. Now maybe Matt could have lofted the ball a little bit more. He could have high-pointed it for the 50-50 leap. But like Jonathan Jones looks like he's back in his element. Yeah, I think they're probably – they're workshopping the opposite cornerback from Gonzalez right now. Like I said, they had uh, they had Bolton out there today. But it's really been a mix of John Jones, Marcus Jones, and Jack Jones. Mm -hmm. I think John Jones is clearly winning the battle there. He can – and it's good to see from a guy who was like – an undrafted special teamer. He comes in, he pays his dues, he then moves into the slot, excels as a slot corner, then last year he has to move to the outside, and he's, he was excellent, and he, he continues to do it now. So that's, I mean, it's a good thing to see that not only uh, were you able to draft a guy like Gonzalez, but you have someone else on the opposite side to lock it down as well. As Julian Edelman continues to speak to an yeah. absolute throng of media yeah. uh, at the base of Media Hill over by the practice fields, I'll ask if anything that you heard from any of the players who met with the media afterwards uh, it was Christian Gonzalez, Marte Mapu, uh, Mac Jones. Anything any of them said stand out to you today? Mapu had a couple interesting ones. Just uh, He was talking about his injury. He's been in a red non-contact jersey. Uh, he tore his pec when he was training in February. Not fun. Not fun. Um, but we, he was asked if he's ready to get the uh, 
if he's ready to get the jersey off, and he said he feels ready, it's up to the coaches at this point. So um, it sounds like he'll probably be ramped up rather soon, and if they were to play a game tomorrow, he'd probably be in the game. Sure. I think they're just being extra cautious with him because of you know how much they're putting on his plate already. They want him to be fully healthy once they actually have to you know, Knowing feed him. Knowing what a hybrid play. weapon he might right. be on this defense. He's had some run in free safety, in the slot, mm-hmm. uh, at linebacker as yeah. well. Load management with him is probably the path Smart. best uh, yeah uh, a path well chosen uh, the other thing another things that he said sorry to cut you off there please. but um they were talking about his weight and how that he added like 12 pounds i think really and he was He's already uh, a pretty big guy well so they listed him at 230 and so i think it was doug kide from now the boston herald asked him yep. if he is 230 and who kind of hesitated was like if that's what they said i am then yeah so i don't know if that's <laughs> sort of them just beefing him up on the roster or maybe he's not that heavy or whatever but uh no, he uh, he was an interesting quote, I'd say. But I think that, again, the biggest one was just that uh, it, I think he's ready to go. I think they're just being super cautious with him. Yeah, a lot of load management going yep. on down here. In Mac made his, uh, made his words clear yesterday with the NFL Network, doing the whole speed of the pack is the speed of the leader, dropping yep. philosophy bombs. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he's in a good place. It seems like everyone pretty much overall, Mike, is in a very good place. The defense is making plays. The offense is as sharp and as crisp as we've seen it. The in page years. has turned from a season ago. The page I'd say. has been turned. Clean slate season is at yes. hand. Just to give you guys a lay of the land as we wrap up today's post-practice Six Rings podcast with Fitzy and Cadillac. Friday night season ticket members in stadium practice. Uh, weather could be a factor, so that may be of benefit to both sides, including the special teamers. Saturday off. Sunday practice back here, which Mike was just informed of by the great Stacey oh, yeah. James a few minutes ago. In the middle of a move, <laughs> I am. I thought I had Sunday off to get all my things ready, and oh, I'll be down here. But regardless, yeah, they're back on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and then next week we've got a couple, how many more practices next week before, of course, the first preseason game well, next Thursday, July, August 10th, 7 p.m. against the yep, Texans. Yeah, we'll have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday down here, off Wednesday, game Thursday. Excellent. Right into game week. And make sure you follow Jumbo Hart at Mike Cadlick, the Six Rings podcast, and more for post-practice podcasts, news, notes, analysis, and so much more. For Mike, for everyone here on Media Hill, for Julian Edelman down the way, <laughs> for your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens, this has been the Six Rings post-practice podcast on August 3rd, 2023. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate the support from FanDuel Sportsbook and everyone else along the way. We'll talk to you soon. Good day. God bless. And as always, go Pats.